The Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association presents Top of the Stretch, a podcast that looks at harness racing in the Buckeye State. With us today on Top of the Stretch, a lady trainer who has done quite well in the last few years in harness racing, based out of Northfield Park, Jessica Milner. Jessica has won 587 races in her racing career as a trainer. Horses that she's trained have banked $3,983,968. Married, two children, large stable of horses. But we're going to go way back to the beginning. Welcome to our broadcast today, Jessica Milner. Glad to be here, Roger. Um, congratulations, Jada. Another good year uh, uh, last year, despite COVID and such. But uh, we're going to start back at the beginning. You were born and raised in Fort Lauderdale, Florida? Yes. How yep. that? Was your parents involved in racing there? Yes. We raced at Pompano Park. And when did you leave Florida? We left Florida in 2000. Went from there to Canada. But I understand uh, you've been all over the United States of late, though, haven't you, in the last few years? Yes. Yep. From Canada, we went to New York, raced Buffalo and Batavia for a little while. That's actually where I met my husband, and then I followed him back to Ohio. He's from Ohio, so. Your husband is B.J. Milner, and I understand you have two youngsters? Yes. Yep. A four-year-old boy and a two-year-old girl. That creates some additional problems with COVID, doesn't it, uh, with your family? Yes, it makes it hard. We're, I'm very blessed with my in-laws who can watch them when we need them. Um, we used to bring them to the barn, but with COVID, we can't. So we work around it. You know, your best year in harness racing was in 2016, and you won 89 races and $766,000. Your second best year was in 2018 with 91 wins and 672000 Now, missing two months of racing due to COVID uh, at Northfield uh, last year, you still had 88 wins and $555,000. You would have had a great year if you had been racing those other two months, wouldn't you? Yes, yes, it was a good year. It was a very good year, despite COVID. Who was the number one horse that you campaigned last year? Last year? Um, I would have to say Bernie. Mm-hmm. And I actually got him like three-quarters of the way through the year. Mm-hmm. Is he with you again this year? He is actually. He's just actually. He'll be qualifying next Thursday at Northfield. He, we gave him a little time off. Yeah. Uh, how many st- horses are you training right now? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. You know, I, I mentioned. I didn't mention in introducing you, but of all the trainers in North America, did you realize? And this includes men and women both. You finished thirty-ninth nationally. That means there's only 38 trainers 
and all of the United States and Canada that had more wins than you did, and you finished third for women in the state of Ohio. In the state of Ohio last year, I think you had something like uh, 88 wins for third place to Jessica Rogner and Christy Noble. Uh, you are one of the top trainers for women in all of harness racing. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel really good. And I don't, even the two women trainers on how I don't mind being underneath them because they're very great, knowledgeable women. So, Do you race primarily here in Ohio or do you ever venture out of Ohio? Once in a while, I'll race over at the Meadows, but not too often. Mm-hmm. What about, how do you come about choosing a driver to, uh, do the driving for you? Um, I usually consider the horse, what the horse needs, if it needs an aggressive driver. I use Kurt Sugg a lot. He takes a lot of my horses. Um, and then I think then I think of the horses, who gets along with them the best. Do you have a preference between trotters or pacers? No, not really. I like them both. Actually, the best horse I ever trained was a trotter. He actually won the Ohio Sire Stake champion for me in 2016. Would you say that that was the biggest win of your career? It definitely was. It definitely was. And it was a month before I had my son. (laughs) Oh, glad you didn't get too excited. (laughs) Right. Might have come a bit early. (laughs) Where Where did they have that championship that year? It was Ohio. It was Ohio. And it was actually right at Northfield. At Northfield. Uh, What was the horse's name? We go for the prize. And you got it. Make no doubt about that. Um, You work with your husband in the barn, I presume. Uh, Yes. Does that take a strain on your relationship? Uh, I've heard people go both ways on it. Because you work all day together, you go home, and you're together again. Or is it a plus? Is it a plus or a minus? It's actually, it's not a bad thing. Um, Him and I, we work very well together. That's how we met, was working in the barn together. So it's just, it's something that we've always been used to. I think it would be odd if we spent so much time apart. (laughs) Has he ever driven? Yes. Yes, he has. Does he do so even today or? No, he got out of it. He got in a really bad wreck in Buffalo Raceway, and he he drove after the fact, but not as much. So it's just, it's not for him. Jessica Milner, did you ever have dreams of being a driver? (laughs) When I was a kid, I did, but I'll leave that to everyone else. (laughs) What's the most important thing about training a racehorse? Um, I have to say just getting to know the horse. They're all different, though, aren't they? Yes. That's why it's so important to get to know them, each on their own level, to accommodate their needs because they're all different. Even though they can't speak, they do communicate with you, don't they? Yes, they do. They find their ways. And in a lot of ways, the horse is very similar to human beings. 
You have your good days I, and your I bad days. I find that to be very true. You know, I think that's one thing that uh, the fans and the gamblers in the business do not realize, that horses are just like humans, and they have their good and bad days. And who's to say that on race day comes along and they're not having a bad day? I, I 100% agree. That's actually that's one of the reasons I love the business is that each horse is so different. Now, have you got into the claiming route big time or not? Yes. I mean, I'm actually a big fan of claiming. Um, Northfield, they don't fill a lot of claimers. But I do. I like the claimers. What about two-year-olds? Are you into training young horses? Yes. Um, I actually have three two-year-olds right now and two three-year-olds. So They staked? Yep. My, my, two, my two two-year-olds, yep, my two two-year-old Trot and Phillies actually look to be very promising. Mm-hmm. But I won't say it again. So. <laughs> yeah. What is, what's the breeding on those uh, Trot and Phillies? They're both and away we go. Mm-hmm. Have you had much success uh, outside of that one Sire State Championship? Not as much. Um, I have one Trot and Philly now. She's she actually still fits numbers one, but she did really well on the fair circuit last year. She's in a way we go. Um, other than that, not really. I've always found out, or I've had the opinion, at least I do, that horses are more accessible to women. Do you feel that women get along better with horses than the men do? I do. I do. I feel like our our temperament is a little more mellow than a man's to get along with the horse. Now, it's you and your husband. How many horses do you have? 24. It's actually, it's me, my husband, my sister, and my dad, and then I have someone else that rides for me. So that keeps a stable of uh, five of you, and it probably keeps you pretty busy on a day-to-day basis, right? It definitely does. (laughs) Now, you race primarily, you said, Northfield, the Meadows, but uh, with Northfield racing year-round, does that uh, affect the way that you uh, take care of your horses? Uh, how, do you, how, do you, how do you choose when to give them a break? I like to give them a break when they, they haven't been performing at what I, what I think is their best. That's usually when I say, okay, time to kick them out in the field for a month, give them some time. Mm-hmm whatnot it is tough racing year-round on the horse they do end up with a lot of starts at the end of the year being that the family is involved in your racing operation do you ever have an opportunity to get away and take a vacation once in a while i do i'm actually very blessed we we try to go to florida at least once a year and then we go to south carolina once a year so i i have all faith in my dad and my sister to keep the barn afloat while i'm gone do you do you check in with them about every day though? Oh yes, yes. I actually I have cameras in my barn that I can see right on my phone. So. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. Uh, it's an inside story, and I will not name the individual. But I took a driver and trainer here in Ohio with me to Ireland to race at this <laughs> Delaney Memorial. And he had 
cameras installed in his barn so that he could take care of it and watch over his operation throughout the day. And uh, uh, I think he was probably paying more attention to those uh, cameras and seeing how the horses looked and such than uh, having a good time over in Ireland. Are you about the same way? I'm I'm about in between. I get, my husband yells at me. He'll tell me not to worry about it, but it's hard not to. So I do. I try not to check them every second of every day, but I do find myself checking them quite frequently. <laughs> the one thing people probably do not realize is that horses are just like family. Yes. Actually, I have more than two kids. I have 24 kids. <laughs> now, do you and I find actually have similar? five retired ones at home, too. So. Yeah. Do you find a similarity between the kids and the horses? Yes. Sometimes my two-legged children are better behaved than my four-legged. <laughs> <laughs> What's on your bucket list? What do you want to accomplish in your career? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, I would like to, I would like that one horse, you know, that just, is just the all-around horse that's just it's it's to be able to race in the grand circuit races and all them that would probably be on my bucket list maybe we'll see you in a couple of years maybe down at the little brown jug <laughs> hopefully hopefully that would be a big one wouldn't it yes yes well, Jessica, thank you ever so much for giving us some time out of I know your busy day because being a mother of two and a wife and a large stable of horses, you're probably operating on something like an 18-hour day. Yes. (laughs) I don't even know what day it is anymore. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Top of the Stretch. Top of the Stretch podcasts are a presentation of the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association. 